Do you feel like you're the only young person who cares about your Catholic faith? Do you look around at mass and only see silver foxes? We're Jake and Kathy, a young adult married couple, and we're here to tell you, you're not alone. That's why it's time to get Truth Pops. You're going to get a podcast designed specifically for you, a young adult Catholic in a pop culture world. The countdown is on for Truth Pop. We'll connect Christ into culture. The Horror Movie Podcast is listener-funded by fans like you at Patreon.com. You can find out more at Patreon.com slash The Horrible Movie Podcast. You're listening to the Studio DNA Network, studiodna.media. movie podcast and i don't know if there is an episode that will be more quintessential of a guide to horrible movies on this show if you've never listened to this show before and you really really want to lock down the horriblest movies we've ever covered in 160 this is the 164th episode in 163 episodes of movies and I'd say obviously less than that. We've covered fewer movies than that uh, because some of our episodes are interviews or they are reviews of other movies. But or other compilations like today's, or other compilations <laughs> like today. We, we we have covered hundreds of movies, so we can we can I would say yeah, with well, honesty say we have in fact covered hundreds of movies. We, we've we've covered more than 150. Yeah. Um, I believe in the children for one, but I believe that uh, this episode will guide you home and guide you toward the worst movies you can possibly imagine to watch. Uh, and I'm excited to see your reactions to this list that I've put together, Phil. It's 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 pretty conclusively awesome, actually. Pretty pretty good. So uh without further ado, let us tell you there are movies that are in use in the world that that have not been covered on the show. So if you listen to this list Again, the top 10, this will be the top 10 worst movies we've ever covered on our show, which are pretty bad movies. I'm just going to tell you right now, pretty darn bad. And if you are uh, listening to this and you're like, well, they didn't cover, I don't know, pick one uh, from Mr. Science Theater 3000. There's a billion of those. So then just understand we haven't probably covered it on the show because, you know, a bad movie is a bad movie. Or maybe that movie was covered on the show that you're thinking of. But it wasn't near bad enough to where it needed to be to be mm-hmm. on this list. Well, one thing I, I like that you do, and I don't know that our, all of our listeners know the the inside scoop of how we do the show, but typically you'll find a guest yes. first, not a movie first, and yes. then you'll actually kind of throw it to them, like the ball's in their court. Normally, to, to let pick them the pick. Yes. So yeah. So if if you're saying like, oh, why haven't you guys covered Jiggly or you know some other right. movie, or whatever? It's like, well, no one's no, ever suggested that. No one's that. brought it. No so. one's brought it to the show. 
Uh, I've never done a Police Academy movie on this. I mean, yeah. They probably could easily do one of those movies. Yep. Uh, and there again, there are a million uh, Mr. Science Theater 3000 movies, uh, a bunch of USA Up All Night movies that uh, Elvira, Queen of the Night. No, no, what was her name? Rhonda Shear did. Uh, there's a bunch of other movies that are just out there. A bunch of uh, Joe Bob Briggs horror uh, drive-in movies that he's done that we haven't done. But these, this is the list, the top ten list of horrible movies that we have done on our show. Up to this point, episode 164 here. And uh, without further ado, I'd like to start out, Phil, with some honorable mention. And feel free, when I list off these movies, uh, to add some salt and pepper to it, to add... To add in to uh, this, this is not in chronological order either. I just wrote down this uh, uh, honorable mention. Now the top ten list is going to go from ten down to one of the worst that okay. we've covered on our show. Okay, but I'm going to start with some honorable mention, and I'm going to name the person who uh, contributed that movie to the show as well. Okay, um, on the honorable mention, and this is in no particular order. I'm going to start with this: uh, Street Fighter. Okay. Ross Osmick yeah. uh, brought this to us. And then again, this is honorable mention. Uh, here's why this is an honorable mention movie uh, and and was inc- needs to be included. Um, Guile, the, one of the main characters on Street Fighter, gives the most <laughs> rousing speech you've ever heard. And it's so stupid. And the whole movie is stupid and poorly done. Um, and it was pretty bad. It was pretty darn bad. That's going way back. That's up back to episode four. Way, way back. And there's a few of them on here that you're going to be like, wow, that was a long time ago. Here's another one for you. I do remember that speech. That was terrible. Well, you're going to love this one. After Earth. Now, After Earth is a movie with Will Smith and his young son, Jaden Smith. Ugh. It The movie was bad. The episode itself had some audio stuff that went on. It was just a tough one to get through. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, it was it was a difficult one, um, and uh, there you go. After Earth, yeah, he's go uh, back and listen to this episode. You'll be like, oh, I understand what you're saying, Jack. He's it was a bad decision to make the one of the worst child actors of all time the main character of that film. He's pretty bad, and he really only got that role because of his dad. I think maybe not. Maybe people think he's great. Wasn't that the movie that was in development hell for like ten Ever. years or something? And it changed four or five times. Yeah. And like, one of those numbers. And then it ended up in his hands, in Will Smith's hands. And he's like, I know who I'll cast as the main kid actor. My son. Yikes. All right. That's, again, honorable mention, worst movies we ever had on the show. Uh, another one, Catwoman. My wife, Amanda, came oh, on yeah. that one. Now, uh, that movie, here's why it's bad. One, it resembles nothing <laughs> about Catwoman. Like, nothing. Like, it's really weird. It's a really weird. Halle Berry's Catwoman. By the way, a great Catwoman. I'm not saying that she couldn't have played Catwoman, um, but there's a basketball scene. Yeah, I knew you were going to mention that. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen on, on a movie, <laughs> like it, of a major movie. You know what I'm saying? Now, on a crappy movie made in you know low budge or whatever, it's one thing. But this is a major motion picture, and it was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Dumb. Uh, that's it. Uh, Catwoman. Another cat-related movie. We did on the show. That's a horrible movie. 
and deserve to be mentioned nine lives oh yeah that now the i'll, I'll talk on this one a little yeah. bit if you don't care no um, go ahead yeah, of course. the 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 cool the coolest thing about nine lives is you go back and, and listen to every episode that hmp has done which is going to take you you know a couple months of listening probably yeah. to catch up mm-hmm. um th- this is one of the few movies that was released in theaters when we covered it and you called it i think and our guest called it Becca like Walker. Months before Rebecca it was Walker released. was our yes, she was our guest on that show, and she said, "Listen, there's a movie coming out. It's called Nine Lives." And I'm like, "I've never heard of this." We watched the trailer live. We watched the we? trailer, and it was so stupid looking. This cat talks. Kevin Spacey. Now this is pre Kevin Spacey, like pre now, like Me Too, Kevin Spacey. Now, and even that part of it, just we found out that Kevin Spacey is kind of a dirt bag. Yeah. I hate to say it that way. I don't know how else to frame it up. And so really him being on this list is kind of appropriate. Yeah. So um Jake Wilburn brought us Ready to Rumble. It's a wrestling movie. I love wrestling. This is a WCW wrestling movie. Uh it is really bad. Like, and it was it's justifiably bad. He was also briefly in one of the arena shots of this movie. Much like Phil was in one of the uh stadium shots of Angels in the Outfield, somewhere out there. Yeah. He was one of the angels in the outfield. Cutting room floor, probably. Yes, you know it. Uh, another one we did at Comic Con at at uh, Planet Comic Con. Batman and Robin is a horrible movie. Yeah, that one's I bad. think everyone knows the potential that was with Batman and Robin, and it was really bad. Can you imagine being a child today, like even like your son, having watched MCU movies of today, and then going back to that movie and being like, "Okay, here's what movies were like before the MCU." No, you're for this one. <laughs> I've shown my son Miller this movie, and he loved it. Oh, really? He's like, this is great. So bright. Yeah, he loved it in all its campiness. Oh, it's so cool. And he may not like it now because he's a little more, he likes a little bit more action than that. Again, if you're listening in on the radio, uh, and this is the, this is our, this is going to be our, this is our top 10 worst movies we've ever covered on the show up to this point, 164 episodes. Now, I'm currently covering some honorable mentions, so you've not missed the top 10 yet. Uh, we're just going over some honorable mentions that have been on. Uh, here's another one that you and I did, uh, Phil. Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> so cute. So cute. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, pretty good. Obvious, obvious, right? That that movie is the only movie that we've covered where one actor plays almost every voice in the movie. Yeah. So. R.D. Reynolds uh, from WrestleCrap.com uh, brought us, uh, it's called Santa Claus. And it's uh, basically, there's another name for it called El Santa. Mm-hmm. And it, it's pretty, pretty crap as well. As lo- along with, I'm going to tag this one in there too, Santa with Muscles, which he also did, <laughs> which Artie Reynolds also did. Uh, it was pretty bad. And then going back with the last two on our honorable mention list here before we get to our first radio break, uh, from Justin to Kelly with the Youngsmas. They brought that on. Justin to Kelly, it has Justin Guerini. Yep. I always say that wrong. And Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. And the, the number one and the number two from the first season of American Idol. And the beauty of this movie is the actual, there's another singer girl that's on this movie that sings a song that goes, I'm going to wish upon a star. <laughs> Isn't that that one? Yeah, that's that one. I'm going to wish upon a star. When I started singing it, I thought of it was Crossroads, but then I realized it wasn't Crossroads. Yeah. But it was Justin from Justin Kelly. Yeah. And, and, then, that, and that's really saying something that they brought that, that movie on the show because... There's no bigger Kelly Clarkson fan out there than Caitlin. Than Caitlin, she yeah, loves, absolutely. She loves her. Yeah, well, Grant does too. Don't let him fool you. He loves right. her. Yeah. Um, that's a joke. I mean, he might. I don't know. I shouldn't joke about things like that. 
Um, and then uh, we're looking, uh, the last one on this list of honorable mention I wanted to mention is a is Star Wars The Holiday Special. Oh, how did that not end up on the top 10? Because that top 10 is that good. Wow. Now, listen, now, I, I'm putting that on there because that I, I, I'm, I will go back and watch that Star Wars Hollywood uh, holiday special. Oh, it's hard to watch, though. I don't want anything to do with it. It's the, a hot mess. We're at 13 minutes. Is that right? Yeah. First break, so we have to have a little time. Um, um, I, I agree with you. I agree with what you're saying. The Star Wars holiday special. I think it was Dave Plemons on that episode. Uh, but the Star Wars holiday special uh, is epically bad. Uh, it, it's scratch, itchy, scratchy. What's yeah. the name of the itchy? I want to say. Yeah, the uncle itchy, whatever his name is. Or, one of the worst scenes I've ever seen. Oh my god! Or the dad. That's Chewbacca's dad. Yeah, I wish I could unsee that scene. Grossness. Um, Weird. Yeah, the, the fact that it was televised at all is amazing, and then it's actually one of the few movies that we've covered that um, has been almost like completely disavowed by like the owner of the property. Well, and yeah, so. George Lucas never embraced that anyway, and yeah. it was like a network just got a hold of it and was like. I know. We'll get all these Star Wars people on there. And it was so weird. Like, it was just weird to see all those actors do that. So, anyway, folks, when we come back, we're going to go over the top 10 worst movies we've ever covered on our show. Uh, starting at 10, going down to 1. Uh, we've got a great giveaway. So, stick around to the end of the show, and I'll kind of tell you how to get involved with that uh, giveaway. See you in a second. Welcome back. We are here with the Horror Movie Podcast. We've got Phil in the hizzy. In the house, and we are talking about the worst horrible movies we've ever had on a show. So the worst movies we've ever covered on the Horrible Movie Podcast, 164 episodes. And we are talking uh, top 10 and the, the, the first to, to number one. Uh, if you're listening on the radio and you didn't catch our first segment, uh, we uh, talked about our honorable mentions. Just some random honorable mentions. I won't go back. You can go uh, to find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, where you can find us there and listen to this episode. Uh, so anyway, let's do this. Let's do top ten worst movies we've ever covered on the show. We have plenty of time. Let's let's cover these uh, movies. I'll talk about them. Spend a few minutes talking about each of them because we have time for that. And then when we wrap the show up, we'll talk about a giveaway we've got going on and also uh, just what we've been into lately. Mm. How about that? Okay. How about that? I've been into a lot of softball. I bet. It's all wrapped up now, though. So, whatever. You guys uh, finished the season? We're done. All right. We're done. We lost, so we're done. Got free time now. I do to do more of my Phil Kwando. That's right. Kaka. Kaka. The Phil Kwando. The throat. The stomach. The nether region. That's right. Phil Kwando. <laughs> I would give a website, but then I'd be, I'd have to make the, get that website. <laughs> Phil Kwando. It's really hard to get people to come back after the first night. <laughs> You've got to practice. Anyway, check it out. Phil Kwando. All right. Phil's own self protection uh, <laughs> uh, usage there. Okay. So, number 10 on the 10. Every time you say self protection, you mean self defense, right? No. Okay. All right. You got to protect just, yourself. I was just checking. I know the word. I know self defense. This is different. Okay. This is self protection. Got to protect yourself with self protection. Mm. Phil. Are you ready for the top 10? I'm ready. Number 10 on the 10 worst movies we've ever done on this show. Number 10, Airbud Golden Receiver. What Dude, do you think? That, that's that's a good pick. You did this one with me. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was as stupid as I as I described it, just in title. Airbud Golden Receiver. Uh, it is beyond dumb. To think about this dog <laughs> jumping up and playing in a high school football game. 
he's catching the ball in his mouth. Right. Which, if you've ever had seen a dog grab a football, which there are there are some dogs that have a big enough mouth to put them on a football, but it doesn't really make sense for a golden yeah. receipt re, well, retriever. <laughs> sorry, um, to do that. Uh, Air Bud, do you have any thoughts on Air Bud movies in general? What do you think about these pet movies? Um, boy, they're really hard to watch as an adult. Um, th- that movie, I-, I believe, was the thing the the. Like it was a sequel, a direct sequel to the original Airbud, I think. Yes. And it was the one that drove it out of theaters. I don't yeah, think it, and, I don't and straight to DVD. Like it became after that. It's got twenty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't as low as a lot of the movies that are gonna be on this list. Yeah. Um, but it's a and it's a Disney property, but it is beyond stupid. There's this like thing. five of them now, like five or six Airbud movies. Uh, and they're Air Air Buddies, I think, is another one in the yeah. list. I haven't looked at it in a while, but I, I know it's a long standing series. Um what a weird plot and like the the child acting is bad the um you know like it's a total suspension of disbelief kind of movie where yes. like this dog could actually even be a part of the team and I, I, I know that sounds really nitpicky for something that's like just turn your brain off but, but like it's letting the dog be part of a junior high football team yeah as an as an active participant in the gameplay well and the tagline <laughs> on the movie poster is just dog it wow yeah, it's Airbud. Uh, this movie was in memory of the original Airbud, who uh, had a rare form of dog cancer. Yeah, really sad. Yeah, but Airbud Golden Receiver definitely uh, worthy of the top ten. Now there are some in that honorable mention we listed off earlier uh, that maybe could have beaten this one out, but I thought that alone, the ridiculousness that is Airbud jumping up and grabbing a football with his uh, mouth, and I thought that was you know, worth discussing and talking about on here. I just remember him like, like, uh, like, you know, growling at the opponents and stuff like that and like scaring them. Oh, what's it going to do? Attack you? (laughs) That's a whole different story then. Anyway, Air Bud, uh, the only pet movie on the list. It's it's worthy of the number 10 spot. Yes, it is. Number 10, Air Bud, Golden Receiver. Uh, a 1998 release date and a uh, budget of 11 million dollars and a box office a box office of 10 million dollars. You want to hear my one word review of that movie? Woof. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the next one, if that one made you say woof, uh, this one will have you swashbuckling uh, for the the uh, lobby of the theater. That's right. Number nine on our list. The Ice Pirates. Uh, Fairly recently done. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Folks brought this to us. Uh, this is a 1984 movie, and it tries to get into the uh, mythos of kind of how Star Wars is done, mm-hmm. how an old timey maybe cowboy western was done, kind of a pirate, you know, pirate swashbuckling, along with that space genre stuff. Uh, we talked extensively about. Uh, Ron Perlman being in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Robert Urich in a really weird role to start out with and how stupid this movie is. Yeah. I I just remember watching that final scene of them like looking upon earth with kind of that glazed golden look and Ron Perlman's big goofy (laughs) toothy grin. Like it it just, and plot wise, like I didn't watch the movie, but just trying to follow what you guys were saying. I was just like, I don't understand what, what this movie is even supposed to be. Yeah. So yeah, really bad. Um, I feel like it should have been called Space Pirates or something a little bit more clear. Like 
I, I was confused as to what even genre well, it was for the first five minutes. And if you folks have not listened to that episode, they're the ice pirates because they, in the future, there is no water. Right. Uh, they go to, um, they go to, um, they steal from this empire, this evil empire, allegedly, and these pirates do, and steal these gigantic blocks of ice. That there's, That's how they store the water in the future. Not in water form, but in ice form. And so that's why they're called the Ice Pirates. Um, spoiler alert, in the end, they find Earth, like, like Phil had said. So I'm not sure if this is like Battlestar Galactica at the end, wherever they're like, we're, fi- we're trying to find a new home world. Where will we go? And then it was like actually in the past. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's how Battlestar ends. Anyway, I digress. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Uh, very good. Very good. Number nine, Ice Pirates. Again, we're talking about our top ten list uh, of of the worst movies we've ever done on the show. Uh, number ten was Air Bud, Golden Receiver. Number nine was the Ice Pirates. Number eight, um, it's exciting. Very, very exciting. Because it's going to set a tone that you're going to see occurring that uh, I knew would be the case from the very second I texted you and said, Hey, I think I want to do a podcast. I, I, it's actually set a trend, and you'll see the trend in a bit. Maybe not off of, I, I, initially, but you will see it. Number eight on our list of worst movies ever, Chopping Mall. Yes. Andy Lewin came on the show. Uh, and this movie, Chopping Mall, is a horror movie, like a splatter horror movie that was done uh, in the 80s. And it is worth a watch. It is so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, it initially was called Killbots, I believe, was the initial <laughs> name of the movie. Well, because there's um, like these murderous robots that are are roaming the mall and like shooting people with lasers and stuff. Yes, right? shop chopping mall tagline: When shopping costs you an arm and a leg. Literally, um, a nineteen eighty six release on this one. A budget of about eight uh, eight hundred thousand dollars, which is low, but no box office recorded. Pretty crappy. They couldn't even get the naming because uh, they ended up started out in theaters as Killbots, and they switched it midstream to Chopping Mall. I guess Killbots wasn't splashy enough. Hmm. Um, did you get to watch this one? I no, I just watched some scenes from it. Is it scary at all? Like, uh, it's jumpy. It's it's jumpy. Okay, to say the least, it's a little bit jumpy. It, it looked so cheesy and hokey to me that I, I was uh, watching it with like. 2019 eyes. I, I don't know that it would like really scare you that much because like the visuals look so fake and all that kind of stuff. Okay, the so, dialogue. So, <laughs> um, it is uh, written, directed partially by um, Julie Corman. Julie Corman is the wife at the time of of uh, I always get this wrong. Roger Corman, and Roger Corman is the director of a bunch of kind of uh, spoof, kind of splatter movies, but he also directed that Fantastic Four 1994 thing that came out. Oh, yeah. It was just basically Fox keeping the, the movie rights because they had to release something to keep the movie rights. And that in 1994, uh, Fantastic Four is beyond stupidly horrible. But Chopping Mall is not meant to be a spoofy kind um, of thing. It it's, takes itself seriously, right? At times, but then it does these dumb things, and the, and the acting is so overboard yeah. that it's just stupid. And there's not really anyone. Kelly Maroney is probably the biggest person in this movie, and even she's not that big of an actress. So, I don't know. She was in Fast Times at Richmond High and some other stuff. Anyway, Chopping Mall with Andy Lewin. 
phenomenal stuff. That, that movie has your your typical eighties um, horror like adult scene in it. <laughs> like yes. it's uh, it's very uh, stereotypical of its time. I agree. I would agree with you. Um, that's right. That was number eight. Number seven on the list. Uh, this one on the, in the list of a worst movies we've ever covered on the show. Number seven. Uh, Boggy Creek Two and the Legend Continues. I adore this movie. I love this movie. It is honestly, if you're subject, I want you to list my your top ten favorite movies of all time. This movie would be in my top ten list. That good, huh? I love it. I've seen it. I don't know. I know double digit times. I mean, I know because I love it. Like it makes me laugh so much. This is one of the movies that made you want to do the podcast. Right? Yes, and it's so stupid, so consistently stupid. Everything about it is dumb. Uh, the acting is god awful. It's the sequel of the accents are are so bad too. It's like a lot, yeah. a lot of the characters like can't even stay consistent with their accent. Like pick a lane, <laughs> right? And not only that, like Charles Pierce, who's the director slash writer of it, made a lot of money on the initial um, on the initial movie uh, that was called The, the Legend of Boggy yeah. Creek. Um. And this one is like, I don't know, like, if the first one was like Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. right? This is like the Blair Witch Project 2, only stupider. Like, obviously stupider. Yeah. Anyway, I think uh, it is uh, one of the dumbest things ever. And it's great because, like you said, the um, the accents are crap. The uh, acting is Somehow worse than crap. <laughs> and then I love the setting of this movie. Yeah. Um, because Is it's it... in Arkansas. Okay. I know exactly exactly where it's at in Arkansas or it's supposed it to be at in Arkansas. Deep South. South Arkansas. Yes. Um I, cause I was I was thinking in Louisiana, but it's it's just South Arkansas. It's southern Arkansas. If you go south of Fayetteville uh, where the University of Arkansas is at, because the University of Arkansas plays a heavy part in this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, that it's, alone is sad. One of my favorite things about this doing this movie on the show was that it was episode 100. Yes. And we did it live, and we had a lot of guests. Like It was really fun to kind of bring some of our favorite guests from the first 100 episodes on uh, to do a live show in front of a, a live studio audience. It was fun. It's, so this is, and that was fun because you had we had Aaron Dyson on there. We had uh, Jared was there. Jared Chester was there. We Shane had Kennard. Uh, Shane Kenner was on there. Paul Huff made an yep, appearance. Yep. We had a video from Chris Ballou from the Presidents. It was a whole thing. It was great. It was nice, cool. nice live audience. It's one of, one of my favorite episodes. It was great. It was so much fun. Um, Boggy Creek Two and the Legend continues as a 1985 film. Uh, again, the brainchild of Charles B. Pierce, his son. Chuck Pierce Jr. is in yeah, this movie, and he's so bad of an actor. The poor guy, <laughs> so bad. Uh, it's all in who you know. They have this. They have this uh, stock footage of the Arkansas Razorbacks football game. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh! Like it is. I cannot just. I, I cannot explain it enough, folks. Check it out. Boggy Creek Two and the Legend Continues. It's worth a watch if you. I uh, want to watch it, Mr. Science Theater 3000 version. Go go online, find find Mr. Science Theater 3000, and just look this one up. They do a great job of lampooning it. I wish I could possibly do anything near that because it's unbelievably good. Like, it's unbelievably good. 
Uh, and it's just so stupid. I can't talk enough. I, and, and I'm talking about this, and you're thinking, well, why wasn't this the number one movie? Oh, no, it gets worse. <laughs> like, trust me. Well, it kind of sounds like you actually like parts of this movie. But I can, like- I can say... This is a horrible movie, and it's legitimately horrible. Yeah. And this is why it's horrible, but, but I still love it. I, I think there are movies that are going to be on the on the upper end of this list yes. that are legitimately so bad that you're like, I never want to see that piece of crap ever. Right, again. and that's where I'm headed. That's where yeah. we're headed. <laughs> but on this is one that's like, oh, it's kind of fun to watch. Right, but uh, also I do know this that if if someone said, well, I have certain people that were going to do the movie Radical Jack at some point. Right, yeah. got to yeah. do Radical Jack. Right, uh, that's uh, and I've, I've got certain people we're going to do it with, but that one would be way up this list too. Like it's got Billy Ray Cyrus in it. It's him trying to be an action star. I mean, that alone, he's got a super power mullet going. I can't wait. To it's see a that thing one. of beauty. Like yeah. it is a thing of beauty. So, anyway, there you go. Boggy Creek, uh, Boggy Creek Two. So the, the Boggy Creek Two and the Legend continues. It's the sequel to uh, Boggy Creek. So anyway. Uh, darn good. That was number seven on the list. Number six is another phenomenal low-budget movie that is just stupid called Time Chasers. We did this with Shane Kennard. Oh, yeah. And Time Chasers, another movie that Mystery Science Theater 3000 has done. However, Time Chasers, oh, my gosh. Like, uh, it's a time travel movie. They use a Piper Cub single-engine plane. To do the time traveling. Oh, yeah. It's it's so low budget. They're like, well, we got access to this plane. Let's just act like it's a, uh, you know, a time, uh, something that allows it to travel in time. Uh, a lot of the time travel footage is someone aiming an old camera at an old TV to make that swirly kind of, you ever done that with a camera? Yeah, yeah. And it swirls and you're like, well, what is that? It looks so weird, right? And, uh, then look, and then you film the screen of the screen that it's plugged into. It's so stupid. And that's the time travel in this movie. It's so dumb. <laughs> um, my son and I love to watch this movie because there's a couple, there's a fight scene in it. It's the dumbest fight scene you've ever seen. It's so stupid. Guy bre- breaks a two by four over another guy's like head and neck, and then the guy just power like doesn't even sell it. He just powers through it uh-huh. like pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So anyway, there you go. Time chasers. Uh, and like I said, Shane did that one. Uh, that was one that he, he was like, I'd like to come on sometime again. What? Let's do Time Chasers. And he was like, okay. And he'd never seen it. <laughs> oh, that was your suggestion. Yeah, and he had watched Yeah, he did. He had never seen it. So I was like, well, let's do this movie. And he was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. So uh, Time Chasers was released in 1994. Uh, $150,000 budget, which is $150,000 wasted. You could have done so much. With $150,000. Yeah, think how many, how many wells you could have built oh, in Africa. Poor kids are, you don't have any clean drinking water that you could have, you could have, absolutely could have uh, used that for anything else. Anyway, time chaser. Man, so, and this was in theaters, right? Uh, brief showing. This okay. is barely, barely, okay. barely in theaters. I'm just amazed that they brought it to theaters at all. It opened on 12 screens. Okay. So, which actually, again, that's... For 150 grand, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's pretty stupid. And they've done, like I said, MST3K has done that. There's a Rift Tracks on this one, too, which if you've never uh, taken Rift Tracks, it's kind of like an audio version. It's like a watch-along uh-huh. version that you can watch along with. Uh, just start the audio, and, and basically they'll do a Rift Tracks on any movie. Is anyone in this movie? Like um, The only one is know. Matthew Brutch. 
Okay. Matthew Brut. No, no, stop, 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 stop. George Woodard is the only other one. Okay. He has an actual career of, of, of somewhat. Has done more than a few movies. I'm all, yeah, I'm always amazed who can be in something like that and then keep going. But dumb. Anyway, but yeah, that, that was a stretch to say that he has a film career too, by the way. Uh, well, very, very good. There's the top uh, five, uh, top, top the 10 through six. Well, let me recap real quick. Airbud, Golden Receiver, The Ice Pirates, Chopping Mall, Boggy Creek 2, and the Legend Continues, and Time Chasers. When we come back, we'll do that top five. We'll get a recap. See you in a second. Richard Serrett is a regular guest host on Coast to Coast AM, the most listened to late night radio program in the world. And now you can hear Richard on his own podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, three days a week. You're going to get political intrigue, subterfuge, conspiracies, the paranormal, UFOs, alternative energy, Bigfoot, and much, much more. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Conspiracy Unlimited. Following the truth, wherever it leads, listen and subscribe at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. All right, welcome back to the Horrible Movie Podcast. And today we're talking about the worst movies we've ever covered on the show at Top 10 list. Now, the first radio segment we talked about on our Honorable Mention list. And now we are covering, in the second radio segment, we covered the 10 through 6. And now we're going to cover 5 through 1. And uh, if you're listening again on the radio, you want to go back and listen to the podcast version of it, just go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, go to Spreaker.com, anywhere you find your podcast, Stitcher, anywhere, literally, literally, anywhere, iHeartRadio. You'll get some really long versions on iHeartRadio because (laughs) that. know what to do with that <laughs> and then uh what's the other one uh spotify another great platform that has all your podcast needs mm-hmm. so anyway but if you want to go back and listen to Audible mention of the top 10 in, in length i'm gonna go i'm gonna recap bill is that okay is that within our legal bounds to recap 10 through 6 yeah i'm not sure the fcc even listens to this okay so. that's good to hear uh i won't cuss though uh you don't have to bleep me you can if you want to, just for fun. Uh, number 10, Airbud Golden Receiver. Uh, that was a great one. Number 9, uh, The Ice Pirates. Uh, was, uh, Thomas Folks did that one. Uh, Chopping Mall. Uh, Chopping Mall, that's an Andy Lewin special. Uh, and then uh, Boggy Creek 2 and The Legend Continues, which was on our 100th episode uh, special uh, live show. And then Time Chasers with Shane Kennard. Uh, man, that was number six. So ten, Airbud, nine, Ice Pirates, eight, Chopping Mall, seven, Boggy Creek, two, and number six, Time Chasers. Uh, when I get to seven, I almost say Boogie Nights. I almost have said that twice now when I see this on there. Uh, it's Boggy Creek. I'm not saying it's Boogie Nights. I'm saying it's Boggy Creek. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so now down to number five, and man, this top five, folks. And there's a reason these are in the top five. Worst movies we've ever done on a show. Uh, number five, Three Ninjas, High Noon on Mega Mountain. That was with R.D. Reynolds. Uh, again, the creator of WrestleCraft.com, uh, wrestling commentator from way back, uh, has done all kinds of uh, work in wrestling. And he came on the show and he talked about Hulk Hogan's epic. Uh, man, just Hulk Hogan's epic uh, masterpiece. Three Ninjas, High Noon on Mega Mountain. 
Uh, I can't remember. Is he a main character in it? Hulk Hogan is... Like the trainer? He's helping the kids, and the kids are karate experts, and I think he's helping the kids. Okay. Uh, it is beyond stupid, um, and it has Jim Varney in it, which... Oh, yeah. You know, rest in peace, Jim Varney. But Hulk Hogan is... like Hulk Hogan plays like a superhero in a TV show in this world, and then... Um, and then basically, uh, then he uh, has to actually be a superhero uh, on in real life. So it's a really man. It's so bad. This thing is so bad. Phil's watching the preview here. Yeah, the, the trailer. It's the uh, the action like combat scenes look really bad. Like the kind of thing where like you know the the foot lands like a foot away, you know, eight inches away from the guy's chest, and he still like bounces back and stuff like that. Pretty bad. It is really really bad. Uh, Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. Uh, I almost said Three Ninjas Kickback. That's the sec. That's the sequel. Uh, I know Hulk, Hulk Hogan is in a ton of other movies. Um, it his his amount of screen time in this movie is pretty high. Yeah, right? and and he uh, Lonnie Anderson is in this. Victor Wong is in this. Again, Jim Varney is in this. Uh, and then the three kids from uh, Three Ninjas Kickback. Uh, and the Three Ninjas one initially. It's just really dumb. You, you guys need to go check it out. Uh, so dumb. Uh, so stupid. So cute. Yeah, it's so cute. Uh, <laughs> Elitch Gardens is where it was filmed. Um, was that the um, amusement park That's section? the amusement park that it was okay. uh, done in, which is in Colorado. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, great times. Uh, there we go. So, Three Ninjas, High Noon on Mega Mountain. That's uh, number five on our list of worst movies we've ever covered on the show. Number four. Remember that pattern I talked to you about earlier? Yeah. We're almost there. <laughs> number four, Super Babies. Baby Geniuses yeah, 2. Yeah, I knew this was going to be on the okay, list. Okay, so this movie, um, if you liked um, Look Who's Talking, you might actually like <laughs> Super Babies. There's a shot. Or uh, Baby Geniuses. Baby Geniuses 1. Now, I've heard people talk about uh, Baby Geniuses 1 as, oh, it's a cute movie. I don't, I don't, I I don't believe in what they're saying. (laughs) I don't care how cute it is. This acting is beyond bad. The the babies in this thing, the uh, syncing up of the mouth, uh, the mouths working along with the... uh, audio that goes with them i think the only like positive thing you, you can john voight <laughs> john voight's in this scott Bayo is in this movie I, I think one of the most positive things you can say about the movie is that the babies are kind of cute yes um but other than that there's not a whole lot to like about and, this movie. and it came out in 2004 and it looks like something from the n- early 90s maybe yeah late 80s. it does it's really weird it's kind of got a spy kids kind of vibe where yes. like they, they've got like packs and stuff like that but the, the fact that they take on superpowers and beat up all these adults is just so stupid. It's a really weird... Gosh, it's so dumb. <laughs> oh, I remember watching this and just going, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I, I remember you talking about John Voight and um, uh, Brangelina, right? <laughs> like when Brad yes. and Angelina come yes. over, it's just like, you may not like... <laughs> you may not like <laughs> Super Babies, <laughs> but, but it's paying res- our bills. You will respect Super Babies. <laughs> you will respect it. <laughs> That is a great episode. I, I would go back and you listen to You need to go that. back and listen to yeah. Not saying the episode. These are not episodes bad. No. These are movies that are actually bad. Um, these are good episodes, obviously, because they're all good. <laughs> There's not a bad one in the group. <laughs> but Well, I mean, the worse that the movie is, the better the episodes are. Absolutely. Out, I think, so. Super Babies, Baby Jeans 2 with Andy Lewin. <laughs> 
Um, the action scenes, the the uh, uh, what do you call it? Like the um, wire work or yes. whatever. Where yeah, yeah. They're just like the, flying through the air. Yes. The action sequences are so bad. <laughs> really stupid. So. Is this the goose stepping one? Like the, the, all the bad guys, uh, Andy Lewin was was talking about how they're like just get, every time they walk somewhere is like like Nazi goose stepping, <laughs> <laughs> like for no reason, folks. If you watch the movie, you'd be like, why are they doing that? And, and again, kind of like Airbud, this is not the last one in the series. They did they continue to do more yes. Baby Geniuses movies, yeah. and John Voight was in all of them. <laughs> Even hey, the ones that went straight to video. The man likes a payday. What you gonna do? You know what you gonna do? Uh, that was number four, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Number three on the list. Again, here's your pattern. Ready for this pattern? Number three, Double Dragon with Andy Lloyd. Now, here's what I'm saying. This movie is bad. And the pattern I'm talking about, we had on this list, we have Chopping Mall that Andy brought. Uh-huh. We have Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. And then we're going to fi- finish off the Andy run with Double Dragon. Uh, Andy, the, Andy brought it. The pattern is this. Andy, when he picks a movie, when he zones in and hones in on a movie, it's gold. Like, it is perfect. <laughs> it's gold, pick. Jerry. And I knew that from the very beginning of any time. When I texted you and said, I knew that I, I said, Let's, I'm going to do a show. I knew from the get-go, the beginning, that when Andy would come on, it would be priceless. Oh, it's yeah. great it's great stuff. So go check those uh, shows out, folks. Uh, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Uh, Double Dragon and Chopping Mall. Those are all Andy Lewin. Let's talk about Double Dragon now. Double Dragon stars at the time. We have 1994. Now, now this is a little later than the Double Dragon run as a video game. You, you played this game, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was a great side-scrolling game. Uh, it was side-scrolling, but it also ha- did that same thing that the Turtles video game did, where it was a three-dimensional platform that they move back and forth on a little bit, you know what I'm saying? It was a, a brawler. Yeah, yeah, but it was a brawler game, yeah. Um, and it was a cool video game. Like, it was a really neat video game. 87, you know, 86, probably 87, yeah. 88. It was in theaters, or in theaters. It was in arcades first, and then they brought it to home, home console after that. Right, but I felt I remember, like... I remember buying it, like, we wanted that game really bad. But I felt like this movie came out too late to cash in yeah. on... The video game popularity is what I thought. Right. Um, also, um, based in a uh, parallel, you know, timeline, basically because this is based out of 2007 LA, and uh, I guess maybe not. They were predicting the future, and they missed it a little bit. Is this the one with a really crazy car? The, the like stupid car. Does it talk to him? I can't remember. No, it just looks dumb. Okay. It's like that was not a part of the video game. It wasn't like. Yeah. None of it was. It's a big part Abido, of the movie. Abido's the other character. There's the Shadow Knight or whatever it is. <laughs> and it's just a crappy one, man. Like the trailer, folks, if you want to go online, oh. just go to YouTube and type in Double Dragon I forgot film. The, the bad guys that like ride bicycles and stuff like that. Yeah, Robert, Robert Patrick uh, <laughs> from T2, uh, who, who turns into the metal, uh, you know, Terminator, the liquid metal to, Terminator 2000. He uh, He's the bad guy. You got uh, Mark uh, DeCascos, who's the Food Network guy. Uh, who's the Iron Chef America guy? You have Scott Wolf, who was a huge heartthrob, yeah. Teen Beat, Tiger Beat magazine heartthrob at the time, and then you have Alyssa Milano, who again at the time uh, was coming off of uh, Who's the Boss, trying to make something of herself. So stupid. <laughs> New Angeles. 
what, uh, what was what was his name? This guy, Abado. Abado. Yeah. And in the video game, he's a tough boss to beat. Yeah, but he's but just on this, like, he looks like a pink blob. So weird looking. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Um, Double Dragon, folks. That was number number three on the list. Worst movies we've ever done on our show. Uh, very, 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 very good stuff. All right. Fill down to the, the final two on the list. Let's recap before we get to the top two. Uh, 10, Airbud Golden Receiver. Number nine, The Ice Pirates. Number eight, Chopping Mall. Number seven, Boggy Creek 2, The Legend Continues. Number six, Time Chasers. Number five, The Ninjas. Uh, three Ninjas. <laughs> High Noon on Mega Mountain. Uh, number four, Super Babies. Uh, Baby Geniuses 2. Number three, Double Dragon. And now number two. What's one movie that you can think of off the top of your head that we've not talked about yet that you're like, it has to be on this? Uh, I know The Room is either one or, number one or number two. Number two. The Room. Number two. The Room. How did it take us so long to do this movie, by the Tommy, way? Well, I didn't even know about it until David Stoltzman yeah. mentioned it, and I was like, what is it? What is that? Which is really sad. So weird. That, that I didn't know about this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's one of the worst movies of all time. I know. Oh gosh, this trailer! <laughs> look at this. He is. Look at this. The, the love scenes. Oh my the, gosh. There's like multiple love scenes ah, in this movie. So gross. And, and like, the the rumor is, I mean, and what was that movie that came out last year that Seth Rogen and um they were like it was like the making of this movie. Oh, what was it called? It's called. Uh, I gotta find this. Anyway, they were talking about how like I can't remember if it was covered in the movie or just in some of the research that we did about it, but like it was really gross because. Um, Tommy Wiseau, or what was it? Wiseau, I think. Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau, like, handpicked her as, like, the actress and then, like, wanted to do, like, these love scenes the o- over and over yeah, the with real, her. Yeah, yeah, which really is scuzzy. so yeah. scuzzy. Gosh. Um, what's it called? Something artist. Disaster artist. The disaster, disaster artist. artist. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Um, and that, boy, that, that, and the disaster artist got a lot of credit quickly. And then there's a whole bunch of uh, James Franco stuff that kind of came to light. Yeah. And then it was like, you haven't heard hiding or hair of him in a while. So, yeah. Kind of weird. Anyway, Tommy was so. Uh, it, it, <laughs> oh, I, I, hey, we, Mark. We, <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, um, we we still don't really know where he's from. Like his accent is like almost like you can't pin is it down. Is he a vampire? Maybe I, I don't know. He's still around. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh. Who hates this? So bad. <laughs> The audio is really, really good. Yeah, his, oh man, his line delivery and like, it's it's weird that like, I mean, you watch the disaster artist. Lisa, you're killing me. (laughs) You're killing me, Lisa. You're killing me, Lisa. Um, Like you can't, um, there are certain people that can pull off directing and starring and writing a movie all at the same time. And Tommy Wiseau was never that person. So I do remember one of the weird factoids from this uh, study that we were doing when we covered the movie was... Do you remember that they paid for a billboard? Yes. Like there was a billboard in Los Angeles, in downtown Los Angeles, and that was up for like a week or two weeks or something like that. And then like when no one was going to the theater to watch it, they eventually took it down. They're like, we can't afford it anymore. Pull it down. So, but yeah, it was weird. Like it was released in just a couple theaters and like the the number of people, the number of movie critics that actually saw this movie in theaters when it was originally released is a very low number. Like... Dozens. They wouldn't even go watch it. Yeah, dozens of people were there. Well, we're sure so. glad they finally did go watch it. <laughs> because the room, uh, Tommy Wusso's, uh man, just a just a uh, epic uh, 
cluster of a disaster. One of the things I remember the most were just the backdrops. Like when they were on the, the every roof scene was just like it looked like someone just painted, you know, downtown San Francisco or Bad. Los Angeles, whatever it was. So the room. All right, <laughs> number one on the list. I don't think you're gonna guess this. No, I probably. By the way, won't. Phil did the room with me on this one. But now number one on the list. The worst movie we've ever done, in my opinion, on this show. Double Double Toil and Trouble with the Youngsmas. Here's yeah. why. Okay. It's Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, which I have a very hard time with child actors. They are just not good. Double Double Toil and Trouble. Now, listen. I'm always saying this. We brought it on as a special because it, it was never in theaters. Right. But Right. On holidays, I will allow movies that have a, you know, went straight to TV or whatever to be on here, right? They brought this on, and I've never, and I repeat, ever forgiven them for doing this. Mm-hmm. They have ruined my life yeah. because of this movie. Yep. It is two hours of Meshach <laughs> Taylor walking around at a very slow pace, acting like he's running, yeah. shaking, shaking while he's running. And it is so sad and bad at the same time. And it's American Ashley Olsen movie, and it is beyond crapula. Count crapula is what it should be called. <laughs> so bad. It's a Halloween movie. It tries to um, it tries to take a, a slice of the pumpkin pie that is uh, hocus pocus a little bit. Yeah. There's that that part of it in there too. Uh, they've got evil uh, witch of a grant of an ant. And then they find out that that evil ant sent the other ant uh, into some parallel universe uh, bad mirror situation. Uh, this this movie also suffers from uh, accent. Like you listen to the accent of of uh, was it Meshach Meshach Taylor at the beginning of the movie, yes. and then compare him, his accent to the end of the movie, and yes. it's like two totally different characters, two different actors. Yes, um, really bad. And there's a. Uh, a little person in the movie that, um, like, they f- end up finding him in like his cottage in the middle of the woods. Like, I don't, I don't even remember. And how they have to go there. into the cottage, and, and they're like, "Oh, it's a dollhouse." It's so it's like this. This movie would never be made today. No, <laughs> so crap. Anyway, there it is. Let's do a little recap here. Number ten, Airbud, Golden Receiver. Number nine, The Ice Pirates. Number eight, Chopping Mall. Number seven, Boggy Creek Two. And the legend continues. Number six, Time Chasers. Number five, the nin- uh, th- Three Ninjas, uh, High Noon on Mega Mountain. Uh, number four, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Number three, Double Dragon. Number two, The Room. And the number one worst movie we've ever done on this show. And I don't know if it's even really been close because it is hard to watch. Like, it's just yeah. hard to watch this yeah. freaking thing. Yeah, you, you uh, want to look away. Double, double toil and trouble. Uh, starring the blasted Olsen twins. By the way, if you want to watch it, you can rent it for $4. Yeah, that's a waste of your time and money. <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> there are some really stupid TGIF promos uh, on uh, YouTube that are just like beyond bad. Just if you want to go back in time and remember when Urkel was king and the Olsen twins were still on Full House with Bob Saget. Well, you saw this where this ran, right? It was yeah. on TGIF. Oh, TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Uh, thank God it's funny. Anyway, folks, that's it for the uh, radio edition here. Uh, Phil and I are going to chit-chat briefly about a giveaway, but uh, if you want to hear about that, go to the uh, podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, um, Spreaker.com, TheHorrorMoodPodcast.com, everywhere you get them. We'll see you soon, radio friends. Bye-bye. Okay, so uh, real quick, 
Phil, what have you been into lately? Do you have anything off the top of your head you want to tell people about? Uh, man, I've not done almost nothing in the last week. Dude, um, I have been so swamped with stuff. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, I, it's like crazy time. I've had no time. Um, I did tell you that I bought a Switch. Uh, oh, yeah, a Nintendo yeah, yeah. Switch. Is it awesome? It is really awesome. Um, I've mostly been playing Mario Odyssey on it, which is really good. And I got to say, one of the things I've been into lately has just been watching Jordan grow up, like right before our eyes. It's like, amazing. She, she she loves letters. Like she, um, we have the, the word home spe- spelled out in like letters on our wall, like a decorative type of thing. Uh-huh. And she's like, look, daddy, it's the letter M and the letter E. And I was like, what's this letter? She's like, the letter O. She didn't know H, but she knew the other letters. And she's not even three. I'm just like, man, she is a smart kid. So amazing. Like, just watching her grow up. But um, she wants to play Mario. Like I, I give her the the controller for Super Mario Odyssey on the Switch, and she's like, I do it, Daddy. I do it. And I was like, okay. And so like I'll put it in her hands. And I, I swear, I swear, this is the the God honest truth. Ask Jessica if I'm lying. There was one part like very early in the game where there's like some Goombas, like these little mushroom characters. If you if you haven't played Mario, mm-hmm. uh, and they're like walking towards Mario, whatever, and Mario can take his hat off and, and throw, throw it, it yeah, which a, is really as cool. an attack. It's really cool. And she like waited for them to approach and then hit the the hat button and like took out all three of them with one yes. one throw. I was like, yes, this awesome. is this is my gamer daughter. I Have love. Have you it. thought about? So, um, seeing if Fred Savage will take her to the uh, the Nintendo Championship uh, for the Wizard Championships. Yeah, she is the next Wizard. She might be the Wizard. Yeah. Well, very cool. Um, so yeah, she and she loves Mario. Like she like we'll we'll be out and about whatever at a store. She'll be like, look, Daddy, it's Mario. Like she she recognizes Mario all the all the time. So um, I'm all caught up on Game of Thrones. We've been watching that. That's my what I've been into this past. What's your? Let me ask you this because um, and if you want to get more thoughts, you can listen to Sift the Thrones. Which oh yeah, is, they, they, yeah, which exactly. is on our network. Just they have search, the, they, they they have ownership of, of that on our network for sure of of the yeah. of the Game of Thrones talk, but for sure, I'm sure they would love to have you on. I, I know it's been, you, oh you, no, no no you haven't been able to come on. But, yeah, no time. Um, uh, what's your overall like? Take the last. Is, there's been four episodes that have aired now. Like over oh, <laughs> three three three. Okay. Three. Tonight, all, tonight will be the the new one. I say tonight as we record. Oh right, this. tonight is four. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, of the ones that have released so far, what what's what's your general thoughts? Like, I, I've heard I've heard slow. Like slow. First been two some, were slow. Yeah. Uh, but but that was leading up to the big battle, which happened last week, and now we're gonna gonna see the aftermath of that battle, I, I and heard then it where was the rest dark. of it goes. Oh, it was. But 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 here's what I say: it was dark to set up that character that they were fighting. And it was a nighttime no, I, battle. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. It's like literally dark. Like, that's what I'm saying. I know, and hard to hard, see. Hard to see the but, but what's going on. How else would it be at night yeah. with this creature that can cause storms, basically, right? And cause like make visibility impossible. I mean, I, I think that was a, actually some pretty good use of filmog- filmography, cinematography. I don't know what to call it anymore. Cinematography. Yeah, right. And so, good use of that to relay the ominousness of this and i've never watched a show a tv show where you're at like how are they going to get out of this how are they going to get out of this and then it's like oh wow that's how that's how and it, and it comes from nowhere like you're like how oh. it comes from nowhere but then you're like makes sense they're this so is- far off of the books now by the way too yeah because the books the the, the books don't even really have a defined night king like uh-huh. the show does, like it's different. The books are. 
like they've already gone past the books like the, the they, because the, they had to the material right now is not I, in the books i listened to a podcast in 2010 and it was george r r martin talking about the show and talking about it was going to be coming on uh-huh. and it was going to be doing this and they were talking about the things maybe in 2012 i can't remember now but he was talking to these two people and they said is there enough info is there enough in the books for them will they run out of stuff for the show and he said They'll never, they'll they'll never run out of content from the books. Yeah, but then it's like the de- books that definitely happened. He was so he's such a slow writer. Yeah, you know, again, talking to me, who's never written anything, but like, <laughs> but like, so he they just it's TV, so they're just kicking out what what they think will work, you know. And he helped for the large majority of the show. He had a lot of input on the show, and still has some input on what they're doing, but like. Their story, the story in the book, and the story in the mo- in the show is completely different now. So, yeah, it's interesting. Do you think that they're going to wrap up wrap up all the major questions in the last three episodes? Can't do it. Didn't do it in Lost. How can they do it in is, this? Is it going to be a Lost ending? No, because they've already paid off some huge stuff that you're like, that's awesome. Okay, like I think that that's awesome. So it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Like it's exciting. I don't think there's any way to make everyone happy with the final there's, episode of this. There's show. no way to make anyone everyone happy on anything. Yeah. Is what I've kinda of come to, I finally have come to the conclusion in my life that no matter what you do, you and I you know my rest like I love wrestling. Mm-hmm. No one's ever happy with that and how it's taken care of. No right. one's ever happy with a TV show, how it's done. I, I, other than you ready for this one? Other than NCIS. <laughs> Have you ever? I mean, okay, no. I've never watched any of those shows. I've never seen, but episode. I've never heard anyone be like, "Oh, that ended horrible." There was all like, "Oh, just why I just been to watch twenty four seasons of this blah blah." What? <laughs> like, it's about the same crap every episode. Like, yeah. it, they're they're never changing. That it's never changing, and every episode ends like an episode of House or Scooby Doo. Yeah, and they solve it, and it's fine. And on to the next one, it's like Grey's Anatomy. But even more basic than Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy makes me want to pull my teeth out. I don't know if you've ever watched it. No. And my wife loves it. I can't handle it. Like, I just can't handle it. This is a not, this, this hospital would not function as a hospital. This wouldn't even be open anymore. It's so much crap that goes on there. Anyway, NCIS, to back it up, NCIS, the same thing where you're like, really, people? Like, really? And then no one's ever happy with anything. Again, other than NCIS and crap like that, because they make a NCIS special victims unit, NCIS Miami, NCIS yeah, and it's like people are watching it. Do you think that the majority of fans will be happy with the ending? Yeah, I think they will. I think if not, then what you gonna do with Lost? I I don't think that was true. Like I I, know it wasn't. I think the majority of fans were actually disappointed with the ending. And I think over time, I've come to grips with the fact that. There's no going back. I wish that they would have. There was a moment in Lost. You watched all of Lost? Yeah. There was a moment in Lost where we thought that John Locke's character, who was basically the smoke monster at that point, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Was going to get off the island. I wished they would have let him get off the island and then wrap it up in a two-hour movie. Oh, yeah. That's what I wish they would have done. Yeah. But they they just didn't do that. They They went to... You know, they were dead the whole time or whatever. Spoiler alert. If you yeah. haven't watched Lost by now, folks, I'm sorry, but yikes. Yeah, they basically ended it and saying like, okay, just kidding. What everyone thought, you know, the majority of people thought was actually the case. Absolutely. And they lied about it like on yeah. every every podcast they were on and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Anyway. Crazy. So there you go. That's kind of what I've been, what I've been into lately. Not a lot of time to, to do much of anything, but that's going to change. Summer's coming. I'm so excited about summertime. So excited. It's exciting. Let's talk about a giveaway real quick. We're going to do a May giveaway uh, for an, a $50 Amazon gift card. $50? $50. $50. Amazon gift card. Here's how you... Do you know how many pop dolls that can that can buy me? Oh my gosh, so many to give away at a Comic Con sometime. Fifty dollar Amazon gift card, uh, and here's how you get in this drawing. It's very easy. I don't want your social security number. I don't want any of that information. Here's all I want: go to Apple Podcasts. Okay, um, I will even accept another platform that you do a rating on if you will just t- do what I ask you to do. Go to like a ransom. Wow, that's, that's a ransom. Very demanding. <laughs> do what I to do. Go to Apple Podcasts. Go to Spreaker. Go to uh, Stitcher. Whatever it is that you rate things on, and go on there and give us a five star rating, and uh, give us a um, uh, do, leave your comment on the on the rating. Do a review on that. Write it in there at the bottom of your uh, great, very positive review. Uh, type hashtag, and this is H, the letter H, the letter M, and the letter P. So hashtag HMP. H for Horrible Movie Podcast, HMP. And then you're going to take a screenshot of that uh, rating. And then obviously submit that rating as well. But take a screenshot of it so I know. And then email that screenshot to jack at the horrible movie podcast.com. And then you will be entered for the fifty dollar gift card. That's it. That's all. It doesn't cost you any money to enter. If I don't know how to do a screenshot, can I just take a picture? of You it? can take a picture of it as well, and then email it through your phone that way. Okay. To Jack at the Horrible Movie Podcast dot com, picture of it, screenshot, however you do it, and then just send it to me, and then you'll be entered. And then at the end of May, uh, we will draw for the fifty dollar Amazon gift card. Those ratings help us out a lot. I always say that because the ratings help us out a lot. Cool. Put, pushes us up some things. We need some more ratings on there. I always want feedback. So that's it. Sounds easy enough, right? Yeah. $50. Currently, I've only got, ready for this one? I've only got three people that have done it. And you got three weeks. And we've got three we- three more weeks. So you're going to have a great odds right now, folks, of getting in for this. And wink, wink, there may be another giveaway after this. So just get those uh, in, please. Get those in. We appreciate you. Phil, anything else? No. Nope. Uh, all right. Well, there we go. Uh, space Pants. So, I, I don't know if there's a way to get audio, but Space Pants was so good. Uh, check it out. Go to the Center Night Live uh, YouTube and type in Space Pants, and you will be glad you did. Uh, it's one of the better things they've done on there. People in our generation, you know what they say right now? I haven't watched Center Live in a long time. I haven't watched it in a long time. But every generation has always said that. I've heard uh, Lauren Michael say that. You know, um, Aaron Dysfrier claims that he's seen every single episode of SNL. Like, he's never stopped watching it. I believe it. it. That's yeah. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he loves I it. I enjoy it. I really do enjoy parts of it. Sometimes it's a little heavy-handed. Uh, you know, my when I talk about politics, I struggle to be beaten over the head with the same sh- schluck over and over again, folks. We've all been beaten over the head with the same schluck over and over again. So um, whenever they delve too much into politics, I'm just like, oh, gosh, please stop. I don't want to have to listen to this. So anyway, Space Pants, so enjoy it. We'll see you soon, guys. And remember, just because we're from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. And that's about it. We'll see you soon. 
Uh, if you want to hear more from me, check out I made an appearance on Jim Harold's uh, Campfire Podcast. Tell a ghost story on there. A real ghost story. A real ghost story. Tim Harold's Campfire. It's like episode 396, I think. Uh, and then uh, made an appearance on Richard Serrett's podcast a few months ago. Just talking about junk. It's a good time. Check it out. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorrormoviepodcast.com.